Perhaps no figure looms larger in our prophesied future than the Antichrist. Your Bible is clear that he is coming and that a level of destruction, persecution, and death arrive with him, such as the world has never seen before or will ever see again. And there is cause to believe that he is alive today. Certainly his tools of deception are already in place and already impact the lives of most who consider themselves Christian today. Will you be among the few to recognize him when he steps onto the world stage? Most won't, but you can. Join us for this episode of Tomorrow's World as we reveal seven signs of the end time antichrist. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World, where we help you make sense of your world through the pages of the Bible. Consider this list of famous or infamous men. Ronald Reagan, King Juan Carlos of Spain, Saddam Hussein, King Charles III, Bill Gates, Henry Kissinger, and Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum. What do they have in common? Well, each at one time or another has been accused of being the Antichrist, that dark and mysterious figure foretold by Bible prophecy. Some of these men are dead, some are still alive. None of them fit the Bible's description. Today, we will reveal seven signs of the end time Antichrist as detailed by Bible prophecy that will enable anyone to identify who the final Antichrist is. Now, in our world of high-tech wonders and modern comforts, talk of an antichrist might seem archaic, doom and gloom preaching in an age that has moved beyond scriptures and prophecies. But the opposite is true. Time hasn't left prophecy behind. Rather, time has finally caught up to prophecy. And only now do the times in which we live fit the circumstances describing the end time stage onto which the Antichrist will enter. For instance, Matthew 24 and verse 22 says that in those prophesied days, it would be possible that no flesh would be saved from mankind's destructive capacity. That has only really been true since we entered the era of weapons of mass destruction capable of eradicating humanity. And Daniel 12 and verse 4 describes the end times of prophecy as an era when many run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Ancient words that describe our modern world in which global travel is commonplace and we are beginning to suffer from a daily deluge of information. No, the prophecies of the Antichrist are not dusty old writings irrelevant for our modern age. They were written for our modern age, inspired by the God who declares the end from the beginning. And his warnings about the final Antichrist are vital because his rise is profoundly connected to more death, destruction, and human suffering than humanity has ever before experienced. A period called in the pages of scripture, the Great Tribulation. During the lives of most of you watching this today, the Antichrist will rise to power and deceive the vast majority of humanity 
subtly and seductively swaying men and women around the world to willingly accept a false and demonic counterfeit Christianity. In fact, that version of Christianity is already present on the earth, possessing great influence. Many of you watching right now are already under its sway, making you all the more vulnerable to this future tyrant. Imagine the full complement of modern warfare, the almost limitless destructive capacity of mankind available at the beck and call of a man under the direct influence of Satan the devil, devoted to destroying true Christianity and true Christians from the face of the earth, ensuring that it is replaced with a religion that sounds like true Christianity and uses the name of Jesus Christ, but which represents the very opposite of the Christianity of Jesus Christ. That individual is coming. Whether or not you will be able to recognize the Antichrist will be a matter of life and death. And prophecy is plain, most will not recognize him. But you can recognize him with the seven signs that we will reveal on the remainder of today's program. Before we begin, let me give you an opportunity to request today's free resource, Who or What is the Antichrist? This easy to understand booklet will answer your questions about this shadowy figure soon to appear, such as the connection between the Antichrist and modern Catholicism and Protestantism, the connection between the Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation, the deceptive teachings of the Antichrist and why so many fall for them. Request your copy of Who or What is the Antichrist, and I'll be back to show you the first sign of this coming tyrant, a sign that most get completely wrong. Don't miss it. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org antichrist. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, six inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org antichrist. Welcome back. The Bible has much to say about the end time antichrist. Today, we're only focusing on seven specific signs you can use to identify him when he arrives. And this first sign is one most get wrong. According to God's word, the Antichrist is not a military or political leader. Rather, the Antichrist will lead a religion, a great false church. This mistake arises because many confuse the Antichrist with the beast of Revelation which is a military, political, and economic powerhouse that will dominate the world. However, while they are connected, 
The Antichrist and the beast are two distinct beings. Turn to Revelation chapter 17. Here the Apostle John records a vision shown to him by Jesus Christ and the angels under his command. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. There is much that is worth noting in this passage, but I want to focus on one particular point. The beast here with seven heads and ten horns, ridden by a prostitute, is the end-time military economic juggernaut called the Beast of Revelation. But what of the woman? Normally, a rider mounts a beast to control it and influence its movements, and this beast is being ridden or guided by a prostitute. If you've watched Tomorrow's World for long, you know that we allow the Bible to interpret its own symbols, and women in the Bible are frequently used to picture different faiths and religious organizations. But rather than the chaste virgin that God uses to symbolize His church in passages like 2 Corinthians 11:2 and Revelation 19, verses 7 and 8, the church that is riding this powerful beast is described as a wealthy prostitute. Fornication, adultery, and harlotry are often used by God to symbolize the corrupting influence of religious compromise with pagan practices and pagan worship, as in Jeremiah 3 and Ezekiel 16. The religious system of the Antichrist is the harlot riding this beast. It is not the same as the beast. In fact, later in Revelation 17 and verse 16, we see that the beast will eventually turn on the woman to destroy her. No, the harlot rides the beast manipulating it, influencing it, guiding it for her purposes. This is why the Apostle John in 1 John 4 verses 1 through 3 speaks of the Antichrist in the context of false prophets because he will be the ultimate false prophet, not a military or political ruler, but a religious figure who will control the most powerful church on earth. In turn, he and that church will influence the military economic powerhouse known as the end-time beast power of Revelation. What more can we understand about the religious system led by this Antichrist? That brings us to today's second sign of the Antichrist. The Antichrist will appear Christ-like and come in the name of Jesus Christ. In his powerful Olivet prophecy given on the Mount of Olives in the area of Jerusalem and recorded in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21, Jesus Christ warned his disciples that many would come practicing religious deception and come in his own name, that is, the name of Jesus Christ. And they did. John reveals the spread of that deceptive counterfeit Christianity even in the first century, saying in 1 John 2 and verse 18, Little children, it is the last hour, 
And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. Yes, many Antichrists had come by the time John wrote those words, and the deceptive, counterfeit Christianity they wove falsely under the name of Jesus Christ persists and dominates world religions today. Many fail to recognize that the word Antichrist represents more than a person. It represents a system of belief that appears Christian, but is actually a counterfeit to true Christianity. Paul writes in the Bible of those who preached another Jesus and brought a different gospel. This system has been in place since the time of the apostles and in John's own day. Many representing that system, many antichrists, were already preaching. The final end-time antichrist will be the culmination of this deception, a great false prophet representing this false Christianity who will appear very Christian on the outside. Turn to Revelation 13 with me, where we see the Antichrist described in prophetic symbolism. Beginning in verse 11, we read of a different beast rising from the earth, not the seven-headed beast of Revelation. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. Scripture consistently uses the lamb as a symbol for Christ, but a dragon as a symbol for the devil. So this false prophet to come, this final antichrist, will look like the lamb, Jesus Christ. He may seem kind, compassionate. He may seem to teach from the Bible. Yet prophecy says he will be speaking the words of the dragon, the devil. The Christianity he teaches will be a subtle, twisted version of Christianity, not the Christianity of Jesus Christ, even though it will claim his name. We'll see more details about some of those twisted teachings later in our program. Before we do, let me pause briefly to give you another opportunity to request our free booklet, Who or What is the Antichrist? I warn you, it is not a booklet for those afraid of being offended. It pulls no punches and boldly names names. Call, write, or click to request your copy today. And I'll be back to discuss how the Antichrist will gather so many into his web of lies. Don't go away. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. Call now or go to twtv.org antichrist. One of the tools the end-time Antichrist will use to deceive even the skeptical and bring them into his twisted version of Christianity is our next sign. He will eventually work miracles and supernatural wonders. Staying in Revelation 13, let's continue to read beginning in verse 13. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast. This individual will have the ability to call fire from heaven, much like the prophet Elijah did in the Old Testament. How amazing will that be? 
In 2 Thessalonians, the apostle Paul describes this coming false prophet, mentioning in chapter 2 and verse 9. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. But the key to resisting the appeal of supernatural signs intended to deceive is to compare the miracle worker's teachings to God's truth. Remember, the Antichrist looks like Jesus Christ, but speaks like the subtle dragon, Satan the devil. That brings us to the fourth sign. He will deny that Christ continues to come in the flesh. This is a vital point, but a subtle one, easy to miss. We dive into detail on this crucial sign in our free booklet, but let me summarize. This doctrine of the Antichrist is described in 2 John and verse 7. For many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an Antichrist. Now, many think John just means that Antichrist didn't teach Jesus really came in the flesh 2,000 years ago. And yes, John condemns such falsehoods. But read carefully. John says that the deceivers do not teach Christ as coming in the flesh. That is a present tense verb, continuing to come in the flesh. Dr. Charles B. Williams, whose translation of the New Testament is praised for its attention to the detail of the Greek verbs in the original New Testament text, translates this passage as saying that the Antichrist does not confess that Christ continues to come in the flesh. But what does that mean? It means that the Antichrist does not teach that Jesus Christ continues to live in Christians today, reliving the life he lived 2,000 years ago, helping them to grow in obedience and godly character. The Apostle Paul explained this in a beautiful passage. Let's read it in the King James Version, Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This is why Paul says in Romans 5.10 that we're reconciled by his death, but saved by his life. As opposed to Christ doing it all at his crucifixion, as many false preachers teach, Christ lives his life in the converted Christian daily helping him or her to grow and conquer sin now in this life. The Antichrist will deny this fundamental but often ignored teaching. And this connects directly to our fifth sign. The Antichrist will reject God's law. Remember we read in 2 Thessalonians 2 that Paul called the final Antichrist lawless. But God isn't concerned here with human laws. The Antichrist will oppose the laws of God. In fact, he will replace God's laws as revealed in the Bible with religious laws rooted in human tradition and pagan superstition. Daniel chapter 7 describes this effort of the Antichrist. We see this end-time false prophet described in detail in verse 25. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, 
shall persecute the saints of the Most High and shall intend to change times and law. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time and times and half a time. He will change times and law. He will replace the times of worship as God designed them with a counterfeit set of worship days. And he will replace the laws of God with a different set of laws, laws that will feel Christian but will not be rooted in the laws of God revealed in the Bible. The Antichrist will promote man-made church laws and creeds, confessions and traditions, and will claim the authority to overrule the clear commandments and laws of God revealed in Scripture. Church calendars with man-made holidays will overrule the holy days and festivals of God found in your Bible. This coming lawless one, the Antichrist, will claim authority that no one but God Almighty has, attempting to change the very law of God. And frankly, many of you watching today are already affected by this. Before we discuss our final signs, let me give you one more opportunity to request today's free offer, Who or What is the Antichrist? The system of the Antichrist is already in place, and the majority of all who call themselves Christian have already placed their faith in that system. You need this information. Please request your free copy of Who or What is the Antichrist? And I'll be right back to reveal the final signs you need to look for. Don't go away. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531. Or go to TWTV.org slash Antichrist. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, six inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org antichrist. Welcome back. So far, we've discussed five signs of the coming antichrist. Among those signs are false teachings that most who call themselves Christians will accept wholeheartedly. Indeed, most of them already have. However, the Antichrist will not be content with simply converting the world to false teachings. He'll also want to deal with the few who dare to believe the true teachings of the Bible that contradict his false doctrine. That leads to our sixth tragic sign. The Antichrist will persecute true Christians. We saw this mentioned in Daniel chapter 7 and verse 25, where we read that the Antichrist shall persecute the saints of the Most High. True followers of God and those who keep His laws and His commandments, not the man-made doctrines, holy days, and teachings of the Antichrist. Jesus Christ warned of this time when He told His disciples in John 16 too, that a time will come when those who kill true Christians will think they're doing God a service. 
Think back to the images you've seen of concentration camps and the horrors of World War II, in which millions of Jews were herded to their deaths. Now imagine such machinery turned onto a new minority, those Christians Jesus calls his little flock, who actually believe in the Ten Commandments of God and in the need to obey them. Revelation 12 describes the anger true Christians' obedience engenders in Satan the devil and how he will respond. The dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. How does the Antichrist accomplish this persecution? That power is connected to our final sign. The Antichrist will point the world to a revived Roman Empire, a political military powerhouse of strength and might such as the world has never seen before. Remember, the woman rides the beast. Revelation 13 tells of how the false prophet will influence the people of the world to support the coming beast of Revelation and how the Antichrist will influence the might of this beast power, an end-time revived Roman Empire that will outshine even the power and might of the United States today. He will direct the might of the beast against those who refuse to cast aside the laws of God and the true worship of Jesus Christ, and who refuse to accept the false Christianity the Antichrist offers. The result will be a modern-day inquisition on a horrific scale, never before seen in human history. This unholy alliance of false church and tyrannical state will dominate the world in the end times just ahead of us. Even with their powers combined, this most powerful of religious, political, and economic and military entities will still be no match for the returning Jesus Christ. He will return in their days to glorify his faithful followers and to establish the kingdom of God forever. So what do we do about these things? Remember, the Antichrist system that this final Antichrist will sell to the whole world exists today, and most are already deceived by it. We do not need to wait until this religious despot appears on the scene. We can act now to reject his system and his counterfeit Christianity. As Jesus admonishes all of us in Luke 21 and verse 36, watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Yes, Jesus does promise protection for those who are not ashamed to reject the false Christianity around them and who are willing to embrace the fullness of his teachings in life, allowing him to live his life of obedience to God's commandments in their lives today. We hope you will heed his admonition and avoid the deceptions of the coming end-time Antichrist and his religious system at work in the world today. We also hope you'll not forget to request today's free booklet, Who or What is the Antichrist? And finally, we hope you'll come back next time. When you do, Gerald Weston, Richard Ames, Rod McNair, and I will be right here waiting for you, 
ready to share the good news of the coming kingdom of God, the meaning of the end-time prophecies of the Bible, and the life-changing teachings of Jesus Christ. Until next time, take care. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org antichrist. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God. 